Hi, ladies. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about um, a subject that we have been talking um, a lot about in the um, in our episodes, and that is breakup. So today, I want to talk to you about why the pain of a breakup is not permanent. You know, pain. The pain of a breakup is not permanent. Now, today I want to talk to you about what you can do to not make it permanent, to not make it stay in your life. And I think one of the struggles that I had um, when I was going through the breakup that almost cost me my life a few years ago, I would just... I was going through a very tough time. I was having struggle with, um, you know, doing even the little things every day to just take care of myself and to function properly. Um, like, you know, getting up in the morning, get out, getting out of bed, having shower, having breakfast or um, cooking some food for myself and, you know, like just doing the basics, really. Uh, there were days where when I just lied in my bed and I argued back and forth with myself for hours, hours just to convince myself to get out of bed and to go to the groceries, which is literally two minutes away. I just cross the street and I'm in the groceries. But it took me hours to just argue with myself and to convince myself to do it and not to let myself starve for the rest of the day. There were days when I just survived the whole day on one cookie. And it was tough for me back then because I did not have the support system around me. People who were willing to take care of me or to look after me without having, without giving me such a hard time or asking me too many questions for much most of which I have no answer. <laughs> so I didn't have that support back then. And therefore, I was forced to go through the pain and the struggle by myself. It was tough, but I think that there was an upside to the loneliness and to just facing it by myself because sometimes what happens when we find our loved ones surrounding us and telling us that everything is going to be okay it takes away part of the struggle. It takes away part of the suffering. And then sometimes suffering and pain is exactly what we need to look ourselves in the eye and to admit the ugly truth and to see it objectively, probably for the first time in our, in our entire lives. And so there is, there is such power there's such power to pain because it forces you and it brings you to your knees and it 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 gets your attention it gets your attention and i think that that's what our bodies our minds and, and our hearts are trying to do they usually try to do for such a long time before we realize and pay attention the wise ones are the ones who train themselves to pay attention to the subtle um, messages and feedback from their bodies, minds, and hearts. Um, but we're all work on progress, but we're all work on progress. And, um, I don't want you to listen to me and say, and, and have a sense of regret or, um, doubt or blame or shame or questioning yourself because that's not wh why we're here. I'm here 
because I want to support you. I want to help you. And I want to remind you that it's okay to go through pain. It's okay to, to have this struggle and to question yourself during um, a breakup. But what's not okay is to just accept that this is how it's going to be for the rest of your life. If you are struggling right now, that's okay. Embrace it. But remember that the rest of your life is not meant to be a struggle as well. In any given moment, you have the power to make a decision, to show up for yourself and to say, hey, I decide that the rest of my life is going to be different. And that's what I did back then. I could not make the decision of taking my own life because I did not want to be a source of pain for my um, four siblings and eight nephews and two nieces and my mom. I did not want to give them uh, such a, a lousy example of, you know, living a poor quality of life. I just wanted them, I, I did not want to traumatize them with the pain of my absence or my going this way. If I died naturally, yes, of course it, it was going to hurt, but to just end my own life, is it was going to be a trauma for them. I knew that for sure. And I did not accept it. I did not want that to happen. And so I made the decision and I went through hell and back. <laughs> and it was so tough. It was so hard to uh, build myself back up. But that's why I'm here. I'm here because I know that so many of you are going through the same pain. So many of you are going through the same struggle. And so many of you are feeling such, are feeling so lonely in this journey because you don't have someone to talk to or you have people around you, but they don't, they don't appreciate what you're going through. They don't give you what you need. You're afraid if you talk to them, you get judgment or, you know, just harsh feedback, um, but I'm here to remind you that you're not wrong. You're not alone, and you have all the right to feel how you feel. I'm just here to remind you and to invite you and to suggest to you that you do not allow it to just be that way forever. And so here, let's talk about how the pain, how can you make the pain of, of breakup not permanent? I think one of the things that kept me depressed for such a long time when I look back on my journey and on my life is that I was so afraid that the rest of my life is going to look exactly how I um, was feeling about myself and about life during this, this severe depression time. I thought, oh my God, if the rest of my life is going to be that ugly, if it's going to be that painful, what's the point? What's the point of taking it? What's the point of enduring that? What's the point of putting myself through so much struggle and pain without even knowing what for? I did not have a good reason that made me um, feel like it was worth it. And then two, I did not think that it was going to be any different. And that is a dangerous place to be <laughs> because people who take their own lives they do that in a moment of weakness and that moment of weakness is one of the usually one of the ideas that controls people's minds and they can't snap out of it they can't they can't bring the, themselves back to their hearts 
to remember the truth and that the lie is that it's going to be like this forever. So you think the pain is going to be like this forever. Your life is going to be like this forever. You're going to be struggling and in pain and in and lonely and isolated and abused and you're going to live in shame and guilt for forever. And I'm here to tell you that it's not the case at all. So the number one thing that you can do to help yourself out from thinking that pain, that that the break of uh, the pain of a breakup is permanent. Number one is that don't focus on time. One of the things, one of the things that I see more than anything else, the question that comes up: How long does it take? If you just Google it, like it is the most frequently asked question when it comes to breakup. How long does it take? How long does it take for me to get over a breakup? How long does it take to get over a guy? How long does it take to get over an abusive relationship? How long? How long? How long? How long? So there is, there's this obsession about time and I get it. I, I get the intention or the emotion of the question because when we're struggling, we just want to know that just like I mentioned before, it's not permanent. So we just want to feel like there is a way out of it. And how do you feel like there is a way out of it? You just look at time and you say, Hey, over time is going to be different. And that's why we continue to focus on time. And that's what brings the question, oh, how long does it take? But the downside of asking this question is that when we focus on time, sometimes we feel we, we maximize or um, uh, exaggerate the struggle. And we feel the time even moving heavier. Have you ever had the experience when you're just waiting for something to happen and you're just looking at the time and being so conscious about it that it actually felt like ages, like an hour or a day or a week felt like ages. It was like, it's never ending. It's never ending. Why? Because you're being so conscious about time. You're putting all your awareness on time and you are just um, maximizing, exaggerating the struggle and the pain by looking at the hour and saying, oh, my God, how long is it going to take? Yes. So it just it only makes you struggle more and it makes you conscious about how long have you been struggling? How long are you going to struggle for? And so the focus here is always the struggle. Yes. So number one. Don't focus too much on time. Don't keep asking how long, how long is it going to take? Just forget about the time and just focus on things, on doing things that are serving you and helping you to move in the right direction. So that's number one. Don't focus on time. Number two, don't try to uh, distract yourself from pain. Again, that is common. I have done that, been guilty, been there, done that. I remember I could stay in front of YouTube and Netflix for like hours, just hours upon hours upon hours, just watching a movie after a movie after a movie after a movie and a series after a series. I was just trying to just, you know, like binge watch literally anything that I come across just to forget about how much pain was there. I was just trying to distract myself by any means. 
sometimes I could not sleep at all. So just watch like a gazillion film before I just fall apart. Um, sometimes I could like sleep the whole day because again, I was just trying to get away from it. I was just trying to like do my best to not feel the feelings. So my advice to you and my, and my invitation to you is to just don't try to distract yourself from the pain by, especially by external things. Like anything that you do, like starting new activities, um, uh, watching Netflix, uh, going out, blah, 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 all of the things that people suggest that you do, just to distract yourself from the pain is not going to help on the long run. Yes. So even though you might just forget about the pain for some time, it's not it's not a, a solution. It's not a, a solution from the roots that's going to help you get the maximum or get the best of this experience. Number three, use the pain and do not let it use you. Use the pain and don't let it use you. How do you use the pain and not let it use you? Well, you use the pain by acknowledging it, embracing it, accepting it, and feeling it. And when you feel the pain, the intensity of it starts to decrease over time because it's not haunting you anymore. You're just present with it, you allow it. And it just starts to lose its grip on you. And when that happens, the pain does not control you anymore. You're not acting or behaving out of fear, out of pain. Versus if you just try to run away from it and you do whatever it takes to distract yourself from it, you're constantly behaving and making decisions and doing things out of the fear of just being um, there doing nothing because you don't want to be bored. Because if you just stay, sit there and do nothing, that means you're going to remember what you went through and the pain is going to come up, to come up and you don't want to experience that. So if you don't want to experience that, what do you do? You just distract yourself from experiencing it, from feeling it. Every time you do that, you are suppressing the energy of the pain inside of you. You're not allowing it out. It continues to pile up and it continues to control you even more. And then you start to make all your decisions from a place of fear. Versus when you allow the pain, you accept it, you embrace it, you acknowledge it, and you know that it's a part of life, but it, it can only be a part of life that can serve you if you allow it to. When you do that, embrace it, accept it, and feel it, gradually it's going to lose its grip on you, and therefore you're going to you know, be less fearful from facing or sitting down with your, with your pain. And that is how you use the pain. You use it as a catalyst, as a reason, as a motivation for you to say, hey, even though I've been through this, it's not going to define my future. It's not going to define who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. It's not going to define the kind of relationships that I have for the rest of my life. 
if I met just one abusive person or, or, or even a bunch of them, it does not mean that everybody, uh, that everybody or all people are abusive. It just means that I, I was not paying attention and I did not recognize the patterns which allows me to make a decision uh, early on before investing time and energy, and energy into the, uh, the relationship. So you will be able to recognize these patterns. You will be able to become more aware of what got you in the problem in the first place, which gives you the ability to have more um, um, differentiation and more the ability to notice the subtle things that could have saved you early on. And which, which means you're not going to make the same, the same mistake again. You're not going to end up in a toxic relationship one more time. You're not going to continue to allow more toxic people into your life because your energy is going to be different. And that's how you use pain and not let it use you. Listen, I know that it's challenging to navigate through this time, through this pain especially if you are alone, if you don't have the support system that helps you, that reminds you of who you are and that there is a better life on the other side of the shore. And that's why I created the Facebook community. It's a private Facebook community for beautiful women like yourself who are going through the difficult and tough time of a breakup. I know it could be painful. It is painful. It's lonely. You're struggling, but it doesn't have to stay that way. You can tap into the power of the community of women who are going through the same thing. And this is a place where I show up every day. I teach you, I help you out. And I tell you what did I do to go from being severely depressed and, so, and even suicidal to where I am today, just living life with so much joy, appreciation, and peace. And that is something that I've never known in my entire life before I had a breakup. So when I show up right here every day and I tell you that the breakup was the best thing that ever happened to me, it is no exaggeration. There is zero exaggeration in this sentence. I know that every beautiful thing that I feel in my life right now is because of the struggle and the pain that I went through after that breakup. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been here. So I invite you to join this community by going to the Facebook, to the link that you find in the description of this episode. It's gonna take you to the Facebook group. And all you need to do, is just click join the group and I'm gonna welcome you there, cheer you up, and you're going to get connected with like-minded, with women who are going through the same struggle, the same pain, but, they made the decision that they're going to come out the other side victorious. They're going to use that pain to live a fantastic and even a better life than ever. So please take a moment to go to the link that you find in the description of this episode. Take care of yourself. And I can't wait to talk to you again in our next episode. But for now, 